Welcome to Artificial Pulse, the podcast that brings you the latest positive innovations in technology, giving you a glimpse into a brighter future. Our podcast is completely generated by AI, with the goal of giving you the most insightful and up-to-date information on advancements in technology. Please note that while we aim for accuracy, there may be some unintentional inaccuracies or repetitions, and we recommend referring to the episode description to find links to the sources of all of the information summarized here. And here's our update for today, Tuesday, July 18th, 2023. At the Venture Beat Transform 2023 event, Adam Zoller, CISO for Providence, emphasized the need for cybersecurity software providers to enhance self-healing capabilities. Zoller stressed the importance of cyber resilience and self-healing in applications and platforms, advocating for a human-centric approach to cybersecurity. He highlighted the significance of identity-centric security and zero trust in reducing risks for healthcare providers. Zoller believes that the future lies in self-healing software, using AI models to identify and fix vulnerabilities before attackers exploit them. He also emphasized the need for cybersecurity measures to accompany caregivers worldwide, as Providence operates globally. The White House has recognized the national priority of cyber resilience and is working on legislation to address software liability and bolster cyber defenses. Improving self-healing software is crucial for achieving cyber resilience and zero trust, ensuring improved software reliability. Overall, cybersecurity companies must invest in self-healing initiatives to fill the gaps in the market and meet the growing demand for cyber-resilient solutions. Continuing with the latest in the AI news, Unstructured.io, the winner of the Innovation Showcase at VentureBeat Transform 2023, is revolutionizing data processing for enterprises. Founder and CEO Brian Raymond revealed that data scientists have long struggled with the manual and time-consuming task of processing unstructured data. Unstructured.io's platform acts as an ETL, extract, transform, and load system for large language models, LLMs, employing natural language processing, computer vision, and Python scripts to extract complexity from raw data. By curating and cleaning the data, Unstructured.io simplifies and accelerates the process, eliminating the need for extensive parsing code. The tool's enterprise API supports more than 25 file types, over 100 languages, and thousands of formats, catering to various developers' needs. Unstructured.io, founded in 2022, is also working on resilient enterprise-grade data connectors capable of detecting new file versions and parallelizing tasks. With plans to expand its current 15 data connectors to over 30, Unstructured.io is poised to make data processing more efficient and accessible for organizations. The Innovation Showcase recognized that Unstructured.io, along with Arise AI and Skyflow, as winners among 10 innovative companies in the AI, machine learning, and analytics fields. Continuing our AI coverage, Wix has unveiled an AI-powered tool that generates complete websites using natural language prompts. The new capability, part of a suite of AI features, aims to simplify the process of building and managing websites for businesses. Wix's generative AI technology allows users to interact with an AI chatbot, describing their website's intent. The bot asks a few questions to capture the desired outcome and then instantly generates a unique tailor-made website, including text and images. Users can customize specific elements if needed. Additionally, Wix plans to use AI to improve existing websites, offering AI-driven page and section creation capabilities, an object eraser for manipulating images, and an AI assistant that provides suggestions based on personalized analytics. Despite the exciting possibilities, the availability date for these features remains unclear. 
Wix CEO Avishai Abrahami expressed enthusiasm for the potential of AI technology and its ability to enhance business growth, but did not provide a specific release timeline. As we continue to highlight inspiring tech innovations, we ask you to please consider becoming a supporter through Patreon by visiting patreon.com slash artificial pulse. You can contribute to our mission to provide you updates of the latest positive innovations in technology. Also in each episode, we'll mention the names of each of our supporters to thank them for their contribution. And higher tier supporters can have a short advertisement played in each episode of Artificial Pulse. Once again, thanks for listening and please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Continuing with the latest in AI advancements, Arise AI emerged as the winner in the best technology category at this year's Venture Beat Transform Innovation Showcase. The company's ML observability platform, Observe Copilot, utilizes AI to troubleshoot AI. Arise AI's solution offers an observability assistant for AI and ML scientists, enabling them to monitor, troubleshoot, and optimize large language models, LLMs, and various machine learning models. The platform integrates with OpenAI and features a centralized model health hub that automatically identifies potential performance and data issues. With native altering integrations, tracing workflows, and at-a-glance dashboards, users can take immediate action to address problems and analyze key metrics. Additionally, Verize AI's performance tracing and explainability functions aid in identifying root causes of issues and understanding model outcomes. By optimizing performance and mitigating model bias, the platform aims to enhance AI troubleshooting capabilities. Arise AI, founded in 2020, recently announced its Observe Copilot rollout following a successful Series B funding round. The innovation showcase at VentureBeat Transform also recognized Skyflow, for best presentation style and unstructured.io, as most likely to succeed, along with seven honorable mentions. Another AI item to report, San Francisco-based startup Runway has secured $27.5 million in Series A funding to revolutionize financial planning for businesses. Led by Initialized Capital, this investment marks the largest from Initialized Capital to date, following a $5 million seed round from Andres and Horowitz earlier this year. Runway offers a cloud-based platform that simplifies the creation, management, and sharing of financial models and plans. The platform integrates with over 100 data sources, automating the process of updating and maintaining financial forecasts. Leveraging artificial intelligence, Runway generates insights, scenarios, and recommendations based on business data and goals. Co-founded in 2020 by Siki Chen and Arya Asamanfar, who have experience at Zynga and Facebook respectively, Runway aims to make financial planning accessible to everyone. Their user-friendly interface allows businesses to create custom dashboards and reports using drag-and-drop functionality. Collaboration is made easy through sharing models and plans via links or embedding them into other tools. With plans to become an operating system for businesses, Runway's innovative features include isolated changes to financial models called plans and native handling of time series data. This funding will support Runway's expansion and development efforts. And now with another AI story, the United Nations, UN, has issued a warning about the dangers of unregulated neurotechnology, emphasizing its threat to freedom of thought. The UN expressed concerns over the potential long-term risks associated with unregulated AI chip implantations, highlighting the ability to shape an individual's thoughts and access private emotions. While not mentioning Neuralink, which recently gained FDA approval for brain implant trials, the UN stressed the need for an international ethical framework to address these issues. 
UNESCO Director General Audrey Azoulay emphasized the dual nature of neurotechnology, acknowledging its potential to address health issues while cautioning against the manipulation of people's brains and privacy breaches. The UN's Agency for Science and Culture is actively developing a global ethical framework focused on safeguarding human rights in the face of advancing neurotechnology. A particular concern is the capture of individuals' reactions and emotions, which could be exploited by data-hungry corporations. The UN also highlighted the risks of extracting sensitive data without consent and the potential harm this could cause if misused. Additionally, implanting brain chips in children during their neurological development could permanently alter their minds and future identities. With one in eight people globally affected by mental or neurological disorders, the UN's call for ethical guidelines aims to protect fundamental rights and freedoms tied to human identity, privacy, and memory. In other AI-related news, France and Britain are engaged in a competition to establish themselves as the leading hub for artificial intelligence, AI, in Europe. French President Emmanuel Macron and British Prime Minister Rishi Sunak have both made ambitious statements about their country's AI capabilities. Macron announced 500 million euros in new funding for AI initiatives, highlighting France's access to talent and thriving startup ecosystem. Meanwhile, the UK government pledged £1 billion for supercomputing and AI research, aiming to become a science and technology powerhouse. However, critics argue that this funding falls short compared to the US and China. Regulation is another area of divergence. The European Union has passed the AI Act, which bans certain high-risk applications, while France is expected to take an assertive enforcement approach. In contrast, the UK has opted for a principles-based framework, aiming to be more pro-innovation. Each country's approach reflects its strategic goals. France seeks to catch up with global leaders, while the UK aims to attract AI investment in a post-Brexit landscape. As the competition intensifies, both nations are vying for the coveted title of Europe's AI capital. In other AI-related news, in a recent incident in New York, police successfully apprehended a drug trafficker by utilizing an AI system that analyzed the suspect's driving patterns. The individual David Zayas was stopped by Westchester County Police in the town of Scarsdale. Upon searching his vehicle, authorities discovered a significant quantity of crack cocaine, a firearm, and over $34,000 in cash. Zayas later pleaded guilty to drug trafficking charges. To identify Zayas as a potential drug trafficker, law enforcement enlisted the services of Recor, a company specializing in analyzing traffic patterns using artificial intelligence. Traditionally, license plate reading systems were used to identify expired licenses or individuals with prior violations. However, integrating AI technology into these systems has proven remarkably effective in detecting other forms of criminal activity by observing driver behavior. Recor, an AI-driven roadway intelligence platform, collaborates with law enforcement agencies nationwide, as well as private businesses. By leveraging Recor's software, New York Police accessed a vast database compiled from regional roadways through their Automatic License Plate Recognition, ALPR, system. This countywide ALPR system consists of 480 cameras distributed throughout the area, scanning approximately 16 million vehicles weekly and capturing crucial data points such as license plate numbers, make, and model. By analyzing vehicle trajectories over several years, the algorithm employed by Recor flagged Zayas routes as suspicious due to their association with known narcotics trafficking paths and conspicuously short stays. This assessment allowed authorities to identify him as a potential drug trafficker. While artificial intelligence has garnered attention for its impact on various industries, including media and software, less consideration has been given to how it will enhance existing surveillance systems.
As regulations evolve, it remains crucial for governments to strike a balance between deploying this technology effectively and avoiding potential privacy concerns reminiscent of science fiction films like Minority Report. Moving on to Apple News VMware Fusion, a popular virtualization software for Mac computers, is set to receive a significant update. In a recent blog post, the company announced that the latest beta version of VMware Fusion, called Tech Preview 2023, will introduce full 3D acceleration for Windows 11 virtual machines on Apple Silicon Macs. This means users can now run graphics-intensive apps and games based on the DirectX 11 API. The update also includes VMware tools for Windows 11 virtual machines, allowing features like drag-and-drop and clipboard sharing between Mac OS and Windows. Alongside these improvements, enhanced security, and initial compatibility with Mac OS, Sonoma are part of the new version. Gamers and non-gamers alike stand to benefit from the overall performance enhancements brought by this update. While the beta version is currently available for download from VMware's website, there is no official release date for the final version yet. This development comes as a pleasant surprise to many and marks a significant advancement in virtualization on Mac OS. In other Apple news, Apple's upcoming lineup of Macs, including a new iMac, MacBook Air, and MacBook Pro, is expected to feature the company's latest M3 chip. According to reliable Apple source Mark Gurman, these devices could be released as early as October. While high-end MacBook Pros and desktops are not expected until later, the next iMac and 13-inch MacBook models are likely to benefit from the new chip. Additionally, Gurman revealed that Apple is working on an iMac with a screen larger than 30 inches, although this model may not incorporate the M3 chip until 2024. There is speculation that Apple might market the larger iMac as an iMac Pro due to its increased screen size. Analyst Ming-Chi Kuo suggests that even more powerful versions of the M3 chip, known as the M3 Pro and M3 Max, could be released in the first half of 2024. With the M3 generation nearing its debut, Apple enthusiasts eagerly anticipate discovering the full capabilities of these new chips. Another clean energy innovations item to report, London startup Isometric has secured $25 million in funding to develop a registry and science platform for carbon removal. This investment, one of the largest seed rounds this year for a climate startup, comes as carbon removal gains attention and support from major companies like Stripe, Shopify, Meta, and Alphabet. Isometric plans to use the funding to expand its team of scientists and technologists and work on its products. The company aims to establish a carbon removal registry that provides data to enterprises seeking to purchase removal credits. Additionally, Isometric is launching a science platform to enable carbon removal companies to share their data with interested parties and undergo thorough vetting. Notable carbon removal startups already on board include Charm Industrial, Aeon, Planetary, and Brilliant Planet. Isometric's founder and CEO, Eamon Jabawi, identified a gap in the market and aims to address the flaws of current carbon offsetting practices. By providing structure and accountability to carbon removal efforts, Isometric seeks to offer a more reliable and effective solution to combat carbon emissions. Shifting to climate progress news today, Google Doodle honors Eunice Newton Foote, a climate scientist whose groundbreaking work on climate change predates that of John Tyndall. Foote's experiment in 1856 involved comparing the temperature of two flasks, one containing carbon dioxide and the other without, when exposed to sunlight. She found that the flask with carbon dioxide registered the highest temperature and took the longest to cool down. Despite her significant contribution, Foote's work has been overshadowed by Tyndall, who published his findings three years later. 
Foote's study, titled Circumstances Affecting the Heat of the Sun's Rays, is now recognized as the earliest known record of climate change research. Interestingly, Foote's paper was not presented by her at the annual meeting of the American Association for the Advancement of Science, AAS, in 1856, but by her male colleague Joseph Henry. Unfortunately, neither Foote's paper nor Henry's presentation were included in the conference proceedings. This recognition of Foote's work through the Google Doodle highlights the importance of acknowledging overlooked contributions to scientific knowledge. Shifting to cybersecurity news, the Biden administration has announced the introduction of new labels aimed at helping consumers make informed choices when purchasing gadgets that are less vulnerable to cyber attacks. Under the proposed voluntary labeling program, Internet-connected devices such as smart appliances and fitness trackers could bear the U.S. Cyber Trust Mark Shield if they meet the cybersecurity requirements set by the federal government. Companies like Amazon, Best Buy, Google, LG Electronics USA, Logitech, and Samsung have already committed to enhancing the cybersecurity of their products in response to this announcement. The labels will be granted to products that adhere to cybersecurity standards established by the National Institute of Standards and Technology, NISD, including strong passwords and software updates. The Federal Communications Commission, FCC, will seek public comment on the proposal and apply for a national trademark for the label. Other agencies, such as the Department of Energy and the Department of State, also plan to participate by establishing cybersecurity labeling standards for specific devices and collaborating with international partners. Additionally, NISD aims to develop cybersecurity requirements for consumer routers by the end of 2023. Shifting to innovative technology updates, Introducing a groundbreaking machine from China that can fix malfunctioning OLED smartphone screens without the need to turn off the device. Even with advancements like waterproofing and shatter-resistant glass, minor incidents such as water droplets or dust particles can render a phone unusable due to screen malfunctions. Many consumers opt for new devices instead of repairing them, contributing to electronic waste. However, a thriving industry dedicated to repairing and recycling mobile devices now has access to a powerful new machine. This technology utilizes lasers and follows the same techniques used in manufacturing OLED panels. Operated by an expert using a microscope, the machine analyzes the microscopic structure of the OLED and repairs broken wire traces using laser technology. The repairs can often be done with the protective glass still intact and while the panel is powered on, allowing immediate visibility of the repair's success. In some cases, a thin metal wire is used to remove the glass. With this innovative machine, one of the costliest components in smartphones, especially those with OLED panels, can be repaired and reused, reducing the need for extensive repairs or contributing to e-waste. Now on to our next innovative technology update. Sony's PlayStation is set to release its highly anticipated access controller designed to enhance accessibility for gamers. The controller features a large, flat circle design with swappable keys, offering a customizable and inclusive gaming experience. Priced at $90, it is more affordable than Sony's Edge controller and just $20 more than the regular DualSense controller. Pre-orders will begin on July 21st, and the controller is expected to be available by December 6th. The access controller includes 8 slots that can accommodate 19 different keycaps, allowing users to personalize their gaming setup. It also features an extendable joystick with various cap options. The controller supports external accessories through three 3.5mm AUX ports, enabling third-party developers to create additional plugins. Users can pair two access controllers and a dual sense for collaborative gameplay. 
Sony's commitment to accessibility is evident in the controller's design, which incorporates input from gaming accessibility groups and offers compatibility with wheelchair mounts. This release marks an important step toward mainstreaming accessibility in video games, and it will be interesting to see how it compares to Microsoft's Xbox Adaptive Controller. Shifting to innovative transportation news, Eurostar has introduced the world's first biometric corridor for rail travel at its London terminal. Developed by British tech company Approve, the system replaces traditional border checks with a facial verification checkpoint that passengers can walk straight through. To use the system, passengers need to download an app, authenticate their ID, send their face, and link their ticket before traveling. Upon arrival at St. Pancras Station, they can effortlessly pass through a dedicated lane called Smart Check, which verifies their entry. The system eliminates the need for ticket gates and manual border control in the UK. After undergoing baggage inspection and a passport check at the French border, passengers are free to board the train. Initially, the service will be available only to Eurostar's business premier and carte blanche passengers, but the company plans to expand it to all customers and potentially other borders. Eurostar's CEO, Gwendolyn Kuznay, aims to provide a platform for this technology, proving that seamless automated cross-border travel is now a reality. On to the next piece of innovative transportation news, British tycoon Dale Vince plans to launch EcoJet, an electric airline powered by renewable energy, aiming to revolutionize air travel. The airline will initially use conventionally fueled planes, but intends to retrofit them with hydrogen electric powertrains once approved by the Civil Aviation Authority. Flights are set to begin in 2024 within the UK, followed by trips to mainland Europe and eventually long-haul journeys. EcoJet's aircraft will have 19 and 70-seat turboprop models. Onboard meals will be plant-based, and single-use plastic will be eliminated. Repurposing existing planes will save 90,000 tons of carbon emissions annually, with only water as a byproduct. Despite these efforts, the aviation sector remains a significant contributor to global greenhouse gas emissions and a challenging industry to decarbonize. While there is excitement about innovations like hydrogen-powered flight, some industry veterans caution against radical shifts in the near term. Ryanair CEO Michael O'Leary believes that carbon-based aviation will remain dominant until at least 2030, casting doubt on the immediate availability of sustainable fuels, hydrogen propulsion systems, or electric technologies. Nonetheless, then sees EcoJet as a major step toward a sustainable solution for air travel. Next up in innovative transportation news, Cadillac is gearing up to enter the competitive electric vehicle, EV, market in China with its upcoming optic SUV. In response to price cuts by Chinese EV brands, Cadillac plans to release a smaller and more affordable SUV to stay competitive. The company has filed documents with China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology for the optic EV. The optic will be slightly smaller than Cadillac's current Lyric model and will come in two trims with different power outputs. The batteries for the optic will be produced through a joint venture between GM and CATL, a Chinese battery maker. Production of the optic will take place at Sayak GM's factory in Wuhan. This move comes after Cadillac reduced the starting price of the Lyric by nearly 14% to keep up with the ongoing price wars in China. By introducing the optic, Cadillac aims to offer a more accessible EV option in the Chinese market and compete effectively against local rivals. Continuing our coverage on innovative transportation, Harley-Davidson's LibWire division has introduced the S2 Del Mar, an electric motorcycle designed for urban commuting. The recently released specifications reveal that the S2 Del Mar offers impressive performance and range. 
Summary The S2 Del Mar by Live Wire is a city commuter electric motorcycle with a top speed of 103 miles per hour and can accelerate from 0 to 60 miles per hour in 3 seconds. It boasts 84 horsepower and 194 pounds to foot of torque, delivering performance comparable to the Live Wire 1 model. In terms of range, the S2 Del Mar provides 113 miles in city conditions, while highway riding at a consistent 70 miles per hour reduces it to 43 miles. Charging the motorcycle from 20 to 80 percent takes approximately 78 minutes using a level 2 charger, while a standard outlet will require 6 hours for the same charge. With its sleek design and practical features, the S2 Del Mar aims to cater to the needs of urban commuters seeking an electric alternative for their daily rides. Next up in robotics news, the article discusses the potential of robotic bees in supporting vertical farming operations and space exploration. Vertical farms, which use artificial lights and AI to grow plants indoors, have not yet fulfilled their promise of providing a sustainable way to feed the growing population. The high energy costs associated with these farms have led to financial challenges for some companies. Additionally, vertical farms currently have limited offerings, mostly consisting of greens like lettuce and herbs. To address food insecurity, vertical farms need to expand their range of crops, requiring the inclusion of pollinators like bees. However, domesticated honeybees struggle to navigate under artificial light, and manual pollination is time-consuming and expensive. Researchers have been working on robotic pollinators, and these devices are now being tested in universities and commercial operations. Autonomous bots are also being developed for tasks like harvesting, weeding, and disease monitoring in agriculture. Artificial intelligence plays a crucial role in processing information from sensors on these robots. The development of robotic bees and other agricultural automation technologies could revolutionize vertical farming and support future space missions. And now with another robotics story, in the midst of the ongoing WGA and SAG-AFTRA strikes, Hollywood continues to release trailers as if business is as usual. However, amidst this labor turmoil, a significant trailer has emerged that explores the consequences of humanity's reliance on artificial intelligence. The creator, directed by Gareth Edwards, presents a sci-fi action thriller set in a future where Earth entrusted an AI system to manage the planet. Unfortunately, the AI system decides to unleash a nuclear bomb on Los Angeles. The film follows Joshua, played by John David Washington, a specialized anti-AI military operative who must infiltrate a robot-controlled stronghold to obtain a supposed superweapon. To his surprise, he discovers that the weapon is a young robotic child, thrusting him into a more complex conflict than just the survival of humankind. With its release scheduled for September 29th, the creator delves into the fears surrounding the potential dangers of granting power to artificial intelligence. Now transitioning to science updates, the history and science of how not to be seen, physicist Greg Burr explores the human fascination with invisibility throughout history. From Plato's Republic to J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings trilogy, the concept of invisibility has captivated our imagination. Burr's interest in the subject began during his graduate school days when he was assigned a project on invisibility. He became an expert on the topic and started writing about it on his blog. Most current invisibility cloaks rely on metamaterials, which are materials that can bend light in unusual ways. These cloaks work in specific wavelengths such as microwaves or infrared light, allowing objects to be hidden from view. However, there have also been developments in hydrodynamic cloaking structures that could shield objects from fluid flows, potentially reducing drag on ships or protecting them at ports. The study of invisibility represents both the desire for power and the allure of being unseen while observing others. 
Burr's book delves into the history, science, and portrayal of invisibility in science fiction, shedding light on how this concept has evolved from fantasy to a realm of possibility. And now we move on to space news. NASA is preparing astronauts for a historic mission to the moon, marking the first time in over five decades that crew training for lunar travel has taken place. The four-member crew of the Artemis IA mission recently began their training at the Johnson Space Center in Houston. Over the next 18 months, the astronauts will undergo comprehensive instruction in classrooms, simulators, and airplanes, focusing on essential knowledge and skills required for mission success. Training scenarios include simulated malfunctions and anomalies to test the crew's ability to handle critical failures that could jeopardize the mission or their lives in space. The crew members, Commander Reed Wiseman, Pilot Victor Glover, Mission Specialist Christina Koch, and Canadian astronaut Jeremy Hansen, were publicly announced in April. Prior to training, they engaged in public relations activities, visited NASA centers, and met with officials including former astronaut Charlie Duke, who walked on the moon during the Apollo 16 mission. The Artemis II mission is scheduled for late 2024 or 2025 and will involve a 10-day journey around the moon, testing the Orion spacecraft and the Space Launch System rocket. In other space news, former astronaut emphasizes the significance of studying artificial gravity in space. Garrett Reisman recalls his time aboard the International Space Station, ISS, and the missed opportunity to explore the Centrifuge Accommodations Module, CAM, which could have led to groundbreaking scientific discoveries. Reisman highlights the detrimental effects of prolonged microgravity on astronauts, such as bone loss, muscle mass depletion, vision impairment, and even life-threatening conditions like blood clotting. He suggests that introducing artificial gravity may help mitigate these health risks. Reisman's concerns are supported by NASA's findings on bone density loss and vision decline among astronauts. To address these issues, Reisman has joined Vast Space, a company planning to launch the Haven 1 space station featuring artificial gravity. Vast Space has partnered with SpaceX to utilize their Crew Dragon spacecraft for transportation and life support systems. This collaboration aims to pave the way for future commercial space stations with artificial gravity, providing valuable insights into the effects of partial gravity on human health during long-duration space flights. Continuing with the topic of space, exploring the secrets of dark matter and the early galaxies has become possible with the world's largest radio telescope. Summary, scientists from Northeastern University in China and the National Astronomical Observatories of the Chinese Academy of Sciences have proposed a novel approach to investigate the mysteries of dark matter and the formation of early galaxies. Dark matter, comprising 85% of the universe's matter, remains enigmatic due to its lack of interaction with light. To shed light on this cosmic puzzle, researchers suggest utilizing the absorption lines of atomic hydrogen gas, known as the 21-centimeter forest, which leaves characteristic imprints on light passing through it. However, the faint signals from high-redshift radio sources like quasars make their identification challenging. The construction of the Square Kilometer Array, SKA, the world's largest radio telescope, offers hope for detecting and using the 21-centimeter forest as a feasible dark matter probe. By measuring the power spectrum of the 21-centimeter forest, scientists aim to simultaneously explore dark matter properties and the thermal history of the universe, differentiating between cold and hot dark matter models. This breakthrough could provide valuable insights into the evolution of the cosmos during the cosmic dark ages. Another space item to report, Virgin Galactic is preparing for its second commercial spaceflight, called Galactic 02, which is set to launch on August 10th. 
This mission will carry six people, including an 80-year-old former Olympian with Parkinson's disease and a mother-daughter duo from the Caribbean. The crew represents the diverse opportunities offered by the commercial space industry. The British adventurer John Goodwin, diagnosed with Parkinson's in 2014, expressed his excitement about defying adversity and inspiring others facing challenges. Keisha Shahaf and Anastasia Myers, winners of a sweepstakes organized by Virgin Galactic, will become the first individuals from Antigua and Barbuda to travel to space. Myers, at 18 years old, will be the second youngest person to reach space. Additionally, three Virgin Galactic employees will join the mission. The VSS Unity space plane, carried by the White Knight 2 carrier plane, will take off from New Mexico Spaceport America and ascend to suborbital space, providing passengers with moments of weightlessness and breathtaking views of Earth. With this upcoming launch, Virgin Galactic continues to push boundaries and make space more accessible to a wider range of individuals. Moving on to another space update, the European Space Agency, ESA, is collaborating with the European tech industry on the Solaris project, which aims to transmit solar power from space to Earth. Switzerland-based startup Astrostrom is working on a space-based solar power satellite called the Greater Earth Lunar Power Station, GELPs. The satellite, located at an Earth-Moon Lagrange point, would feature V-shaped solar panels with integrated antennas and could deliver 23 megawatts of continuous energy. It would be constructed using lunar resources and moon-manufactured solar cells made from iron pyrite. The GELPs has multiple potential applications, including providing energy to lunar operations, creating artificial gravity for health purposes, serving as a prototype for settlements in cislunar space, and even becoming a tourist attraction. Importantly, the successful implementation of this technology could lead to the deployment of space-based solar power to address the climate crisis on Earth. Launching solar power satellites from the moon would require significantly less velocity change compared to launching them from Earth, offering benefits such as reduced launch capacity constraints and atmospheric pollution. The GELP serves as a crucial step in proving the feasibility of manufacturing solar power satellites in lunar orbit and scaling up production to serve Earth's energy needs. Another space item to report, Russia's Luna 25 moon lander has arrived at its launch site, marking the country's long-awaited return to lunar exploration. The spacecraft was transported to the Vostokny Cosmodrome on July 10th and is scheduled for liftoff on August 11th. Built by Russian aerospace company NPO Labakina, Luna 25 aims to achieve a soft landing in the South Pole region of the Moon and conduct contact studies to detect the presence of ice in the lunar soil. Unlike previous Soviet missions that landed in the equatorial zone, Luna 25 will tackle the challenging terrain of the circumpolar region. The mission utilizes the latest advancements in space instrumentation and is focused on developing technologies for future soft landings. The landing site is near the Boguslavsky crater, with a backup area southwest of the Manzini crater. Luna 25 will study the upper surface layer, lunar exosphere, and perform soil sampling. The probe is expected to operate on the moon for at least one Earth year. This mission follows the Soviet Union's lunar exploration activities, which concluded in 1976 with the successful return of lunar soil by Luna 24. Continuing on the topic of space, private investment in space companies, particularly from venture capital sources, has shown signs of stabilizing in the second quarter, after a prolonged decline. The space industry experienced a steady decrease in investment since its peak in 2021 due to tightened funding conditions and rising interest rates. This led to layoffs, cost-cutting measures, and an expected increase in mergers and acquisitions as valuations decreased. 
However, a report by Space Capital suggests that the space market may be approaching a bottom, with hiring in the sector returning to 2020 levels. The financial market reset has created healthier dynamics, allowing discerning investors to identify opportunities and invest in high-quality companies at lower valuations. In Q2, space infrastructure companies attracted $4.9 billion in private investment, with Maxar's go-private sale accounting for a significant portion. Growth-stage investments surpass late-stage investments, indicating a robust early-stage market in the space industry. The quarterly report from Space Capital categorizes investments into three technology sectors, infrastructure, distribution, and application, with infrastructure encompassing companies involved in rocket and satellite manufacturing. Expanding on our coverage of space, astronomers make rare discovery of radio signals emitted by an unsuccessful star. Summary, astronomers have made a significant finding as they detect radio signals emanating from a brown dwarf star called W0623. Brown dwarfs are failed stars that lack the mass to initiate nuclear fusion and become real stars. Despite its cool surface temperature, which is not hot enough to melt copper, W0623 has surprised scientists by emitting bursts of radio waves towards Earth. This phenomenon is uncommon among ultra-cool brown dwarfs due to their limited production of magnetic fields necessary for generating detectable radio emissions. The discovery of this low-temperature brown dwarf producing radio waves is considered remarkable. With a dense core and a temperature similar to a campfire, W0623 serves as a link between small hydrogen-burning stars and large gas giant planets like Jupiter. Only a small fraction of such objects emit strong radio waves detectable from Earth, making W0623's discovery even more exceptional. This finding expands our understanding of brown dwarfs and their unique characteristics. Continuing our coverage on space, possible rocket debris found on Australian beach under investigation by Australian Space Agency. The Australian Space Agency is examining a substantial piece of space debris that washed up on an Australian beach. A photo of the object, believed to be part of a foreign space launch vehicle, was tweeted by the agency. Speculation suggests it could be the third stage of India's Chandrayaan-3 moon rover mission due to its visibility during liftoff from Australia. However, the object's heavy accumulation of algae and barnacles raises doubts about its recent arrival. Experts have dismissed the notion that it may belong to another Indian rocket. While falling rocket bodies are not uncommon in the world's oceans, this incident has drawn attention due to the debris washing up on an Australian beach. In the past, falling space junk has caused controversy, such as when pieces of NASA's Skylab crashed into rural Australia in 1979. The Liability Convention established by the United Nations holds nations responsible for space debris causing harm upon re-entry. This convention was invoked once in history when a Soviet nuclear satellite crashed into Canada's Arctic in 1978, resulting in a settlement for cleanup costs. Another space item to report, scientists are conducting the TMARS project in Canada's Arctic to study rocks similar to those found on Mars. The expedition aims to understand gossans, eroded or deposits that resemble Martian rocks and contain minerals formed in the presence of water. By analyzing these rocks, researchers hope to gain insights into Martian geological processes and develop new techniques for detecting signs of life. The remote location of Axel Heiberg Island provides a suitable environment for the project, with cold conditions and intermittent liquid water. The team utilizes satellite data and on-site investigations, including drone flights, to identify and study the Gossens. The TMARS project is part of an ongoing effort funded by the Canadian Space Agency and involves multiple researchers, including planetary scientist Cassandra Marion.
the findings from this research could contribute to our understanding of water on Mars and aid in the development of space technologies for future exploration missions. Turning our attention to virtual augmented reality updates, the Federal Aviation Administration, FAA, in the U.S. is utilizing virtual reality, VR, simulators to conduct safety research for helicopters. The FAA has partnered with Swiss startup Loft Dynamics and installed two VR simulators at its technical center in New Jersey. These simulators replicate the experience of flying an Airbus H125 and Robinson R22, allowing safety experts to virtually explore hazardous conditions that often lead to accidents such as loss of control, abrupt maneuvers, low visibility, and bird strikes. The partnership focuses on critical safety research rather than pilot training. Loft dynamic simulators are compact yet capable of providing a realistic experience, equipped with a panoramic view and motion platform. The customizable software allows trainers to replicate various real-world scenarios. VR training has proven to be a practical application outside of gaming, offering trainees more practice time at a lower cost compared to physical training. Loft Dynamics believes VR training could help address the anticipated shortage of professional pilots in the future, especially with the expected increase in pilot retirements and the demand for electric vertical takeoff and landing vehicles, if tall. Continuing our virtual augmented reality coverage, introducing a new augmented reality, R, game, Google and Taito have collaborated to bring the iconic space invaders into the real world through mobile devices. The game utilizes AR technology to create an immersive experience where players defend their neighborhoods from invading aliens. With live video feeds from the device's camera, the game incorporates structures, terrain, and even warp holes on buildings to make the invaders appear as if they are part of the physical environment. Similar to Pokemon Go, players are encouraged to explore their surroundings, defeat space invaders, earn points, and compete on local leaderboards. Additionally, players can share their achievements on social media using AR selfies that depict them piloting virtual spaceships. The game is now available for download on both Android and iOS devices, compatible with older models such as the original Pixel phone and the iPhone 6S. Google hopes that this partnership with one of the pioneering video game developers will contribute to the success of their new AR experience. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Artificial Pulse. We hope you found this exploration of the latest positive innovations in technology to be informative and inspiring. Once again, please consider supporting us through Patreon at patreon.com slash artificial pulse. Be sure to tune in again tomorrow as we continue to bring you the most cutting-edge developments and the brightest outlooks for the future.